Hello, and welcome to Take One. This is your host, Justin Barnett, and this is a podcast about entrepreneurship, business, life on the road, and everything in between. This is the first episode, so first of all, welcome. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that this is a valuable learning experience. Uh, A little bit about me. I'm a product manager, and I've been building products for almost my entire life. I made a couple products in high school starting when I was 13. I provided services such as jailbreaking iPhones when it was popular. This was in the early 2018s. That was my first business. Uh, Following that, I provided a novelty ID business later on in high school when I was 17, 18, and delivered novelty IDs to students in my high school just for fun. They were for they were props, costumes, nothing illegal. And that was my second major business. During the times in between, I spent time on the content marketplace delivering content to social networks as well as other third-party websites. In college, I created a couple startups. I was part of a couple startups, including a made-on-demand startup. I worked for a law enforcement startup. I created a couple apps that eventually did either sell or gain some popularity, including a cannabis search engine, which sold to a company in California, a workout app that sold to a distributor based out of China, and a law enforcement business that caters to police in Illinois. After college, I went to a startup in LA where I worked as a software engineer on the iOS team. Before that, I worked as a software engineering intern at Uber. And after that, I was part of an early stage seed startup called Hairdo based in West Hollywood. Since then, I have been working on numerous projects, numerous apps and new ideas with minor to major success and I hope to share and pass on my knowledge in the form of this podcast. This section, uh, this topic I want to talk about is an experience I had today talking to the Chase uh, bankers. I went there on my lunch break today and uh, I had to get a couple forms filled out and uh, things changed in my, on my account. And I talked to a guy named Chris. Chris was a banker there. He just came from FinTech. Uh, he's 23, uh, middle height, around like 5'10". Nice guy, very blue eyes, really charming, whatever. Um, and... This was in Miami. We started talking because he noticed the name of my business, Point Break Ventures, and 
we got into a conversation about new ideas and entrepreneurship. And this is something I've noticed when he's, when we started talking, one topic was uh, paper straws and paper straws. If you are listening now, you probably know about the consumer consciousness wave, which is the wave of consumers becoming more conscious about their decisions. This has led to the rise of veganism, as well as the use of metal straws or paper straws in lieu of plastic straws. This is a really big wave because it incentivizes users to make better decisions for the longevity of the planet. Uh, he had the idea of instead of using paper straws, um, because he believes that everybody doesn't like them because they always lose their form. Why not use a straw that's 90% paper and 10% plastic just for the tip? And while it seemed like a good idea in theory, the issue that I believe that a lot of entrepreneurs run into is that the good ideas aren't the ones that are extremely logical. The good ideas are the no-brainers. The ones where you hear it and you're like, oh, wow, that just makes sense. It's a very visceral feeling. Uber is very, very visceral. It just makes sense once you use it. iPhone, iPod, all these products are very visceral because when you cut out all the, all the other stuff, all the features, the bells and whistles, Essentially, what an iPod is, is a brick of music. What an iPhone is, is a brick communication device. What Uber is, is commanding taxis at the press of a button. All these things just make sense because they're at, at its purest form, it performs one very simple function that fulfills a basic need. The iPhone and the iPod. The iPhone fulfills a need for communication and connection. The iPod fulfills a need for emotional love and support. Uber fills a need for transportation. All of these products fill basic needs, and they are the most logical step forward when you think about the current solutions at hand. And now the problem with the papers, the the plastic straws, the plastic tips on the straws that Christopher suggested is that A, he's trying to sell, that is an issue that he's selling to the consumer. Rather, the consumer isn't buying the paper straw per se, it's actually the distributor, which is a restaurant that's purchasing the straws. The distributor has different intentions than the consumer, the consumer is focused on having a good experience. However, the person distributing and buying the, the buyer, he or she most likely cares more about cost savings as well as availability. So this is leading to a very complicated issue, which is A, you can't be too different from the market because requiring a different solution would bring up manufacturing costs. B, paper straws are just 
not that easy to differentiate. This is like a very winner takes all kind of situation. If you if you get into the game and you're very lucky and become the major paper straw distributor in North America, then congrats, you won the lottery. However, getting to that point is a very luck based slot machine style game. So with these major issues, really the paper straw is a dead end for Christopher. However, um, it was a very good learning experience for him, as well as a good exercise for him to come to come up with a plan. And this is the second issue that I noticed with entrepreneurs today, especially the very innovative Steve Jobs type entrepreneur, the person that's a dreamer and comes up with new products. Uh, the hardest part really is to do. It's easy to talk about ideas because talking is fun. When we talk about ideas, we feel like we get stuff done, but in actuality, we don't perform any work. So in theory, it's very easy to stitch together this reality. Let's make paper straws that are 90% paper and a plastic tip. They'll be bent and we can make the point in the bend the the part of the straw that changes. Think of a bendy straw. Think about where the bendy straw bends. From that point up, up until where the mouth touches the straw, then that part is plastic, the rest is paper. Now you're creating a, a 90-10 solution where you fix 90% of the, uh, where you, where you cater to both parties. So it's easy to talk about it. I just created a product in your head. However, getting that product in reality requires a lot of ma custom manufacturing. It requires a lot of selling. It requires a lot of connections. And in actuality, he wanted to create this because this is a very bootstrap product where you, it does not require a lot of money to start. However, in actuality, this costs a lot of money to do properly because you would have to create custom factories. You would have to create custom shipping lines because now you have a product that's different from everybody else. You require your own boxes, you require your own manufacturing lines, you require your own blueprints. You can't buy somebody else's straw because it doesn't have the feature you want. So getting all these things together, it's actually a very expensive project where he thinks that paper straws are probably really cheap because paper is cheap and straws are cheap. But the manufacturing and upstart cost is actually very high. So that leads me to my third point. It's really easy to talk about ideas. However, when you don't have real life experience, such as dealing with import and exporting, dealing with manufacturing, dealing with custom products, dealing with getting it to market, then you really don't know how much work actually goes into building a product. Because in your head, you're probably thinking, okay, other people can do this. I'm sure it's going to be easy. I can imagine the scenario in my head. However, without any real experience, your math is actually very, very naive and really simple. So it's like you're trying to drive from Florida to New York. 
you know the drive is 17 hours, but you drive to work for 30 minutes every day. You imagine, okay, like I can do 30 minutes worth of driving. I just have to do that 34 times. In theory, in your head is actually very simple. But when you actually get into the field, what you didn't account, there's a, there's a million things you didn't account for, such as driving at night is significantly harder than driving in, in the day. Driving, driving one hour is fine, but driving five hours back to back to back to back is actually very difficult because you run out of energy. There's not enough rest stops. There might be rain, there might be snow. All these factors are very experience-specific factors that aren't really accounted for until you try. So very similar to entrepreneurship, which is getting from point A to point B and launching a product to market. Without real experience, you there are a million roadblocks you might not expect, such as you might make the decision to LLC. However, you don't realize that to LLC in California requires $1,600 minimum because you have to pay the franchise tax fee for the first and last year. You might not realize that Chinese New Year actually falls in February and all shipments in and out of China are halted during that time. You might not realize that most people don't actually want your product because your perception of the human needs are very different than what is actually true. All these different factors lead to failure because when you are in the mix of the startup, you really have a specific timeline because when you enter that kind of entrepreneurship race, you have two major decisions. You can either, three major decisions. You can either leave your job and go full force and put in all the energy. You can work part-time, which stretches out your time frame. However, your promise you to use stability of money, or you can take outside investment. Option one, which is quit your full t- quit your job and jump into it. You're on a timeline. Now you only, you have X amount of money coming, like starting out, and you have to hit sales, sustainable sales by Y, which is very complicated, assuming you don't have enough initial capital, because on average, it takes about a year for a business to become at least a little stable. Second option, you work part time. Now you have limited energy and you also stretch out your timeline. So you might miss the wave and the market will no longer want your product. Option three, take outside investment, which is the most comfortable option, let's be honest, but requires you to work for the investor. And that could be something that takes away the joy of running the business. Because if you can't enjoy it, it's very difficult to get to the finish line. So me and Chris talked and he was sharing his idea. And while it seemed like a very interesting idea, there are a lot of issues with people in certain fields that, especially now with TV shows like Deal or No Deal, Deal or No Deal, and Shark Tank, uh, that glamorize entrepreneurship but don't really talk about the struggles of it. Therefore, 
it's very easy to get confused with the actual difficulties of launching a real business. Launching a real business is very grueling and very taxing and requires a lot, a lot of bets. And uh, it, without real experience, it's very hard to get to that position. It requires a lot of failure and a lot of pondering. But eventually, with enough pondering and enough thinking and enough failure, eventually you'll get there. It's just a matter of time. So, anyways, that's a very interesting conversation I had with Chris today at Chase. I, I left him off with a little hope. You know, you never really know. Maybe that's the next great idea. I might have missed it. But at this point, all you can really do is act about act upon your previous experiences and my previous experiences tell me that this idea doesn't have a lot of legs but of course I could always be wrong I've been wrong in the past anyways thank you for listening this is Justin Barnett take one episode one expect new episodes once every week maybe once every 10 days so tune in share with friends and thank you for listening Ciao.